For today's Mass, the fourth Sunday after Easter, the epistle is taken from James chapter 1. Dearly beloved, every best gift, every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no change nor shadow of alteration. For of his own will hath he begotten us by the word of truth, that we might be some beginning of his creature. You know, my dearest brethren, and let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger. For the anger of man works not the justice of God. Wherefore, casting away all uncleanness and abundance of naughtiness, with meekness receive the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. The Gospel is taken from St. John chapter 16. At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, I go to him that sent me, and none of you ask me, Whither goest thou? But because I have spoken these things to you, sorrow hath filled your heart. But I tell you the truth. It is expedient to you that I go, for if I go not, the paraclete will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he is come, he will convince the world of sin and of justice and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not in me. Of justice, because I go to the Father, and you shall see me no longer. And of judgment, because the prince of this world is already judged. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will teach you all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but what things soever he shall hear, he shall speak. And the things that are to come, he shall show you. He shall glorify me, because he shall receive of mine, and shall show it to you. Thus are the words of the Holy Gospel. I hath not seen nor ear heard what God has in store for us, those who believe and love him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. Today, this first Sunday of May, is one on which we will pause at the one who should strike your eye. The Blessed Virgin Mary's statue was crowned. A couple hours ago, many children brought her flowers, which you see now with your eyes. And it is an appropriate occasion for us to dwell upon this great devotion we ought to have to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And this devotion which we have is going to be for us a mantle under which we want to be found. There will be many things said today. Some of you will have to fight sleepiness. Others will want to close their ears because you don't want to hear what is being said. But God willing, all of us leave with a simple message that we must be unified under the devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And that devotion to Our Lady and that unity we possess will give joy and will give happiness. The conclusion, therefore, said now, which should be drawn from what will, will be said, if we are not unified under the Blessed Virgin, we will not be joyful, 
and we will not be happy. That said, let us try to ponder the words of a shepherd whom we should see as our shepherd. Of course, you would think from your pastor there will be words, but we're going to go to my pastor, my superior directly, the general superior of the Society of St. Pius X. He directly reports to the Pope. He has some words for you which are in the bulletin. Some of you read them. Hopefully you reread them. But God willing, all of us today will read them at least for the first time. These words begin with a paragraph which is quite powerful. He says, In the historical context within which we are living, Almighty God has called the priestly society of St. Pius X to a very special battle for the faith. It is a question of keeping the faith, of professing it, loving it, and transmitting it. To do this, it is important to understand the profound reasons for this fight, its demands, and where it must lead us so that we can draw all the consequences for our souls. If you know anything about writing, if you desire to pursue a literary career, this is a good opening paragraph. It presents the thought, and it should intrigue us to read more. It is a quite strong paragraph. We are in a fight for the faith. We knew that, we ought to know that, but the question lies, how ought we to fight? It goes back to that central theme, unity under the Blessed Virgin Mary's devotion. It says further in this document that we need to pause on our blindlessness, our blindedness, and being enslaved. He says, When a soul gradually allows itself to be contaminated and dominated by the spirit of the world and by impurity, its spiritual faculties are compromised and sometimes irreparable repercussions. Again, small, one sentence, but quite strong for all of us to pause upon. Repeated. When a soul gradually allows itself to be contaminated and dominated, not quickly, not for sure, but gradually, by the spirit of the world. We live in this world. We often are contaminated by this world, children included. Cartoons on Saturday mornings are the spirit of the world. There were cartoons before that were not so bad as they are today. God bless us if we avoid them. But it says as well, the spiritual faculties that of the intellect and will are compromised with sometimes irreparable repercussions. Now we know why some children leave the faith after going through 12 or 13 years of Catholic formation irreparable repercussions because of the spirit of the world that is entrenched the home 
their souls, through friends, through technology, through books, what it be. These are strong words. And yet, he follows in his conclusion, these words, remembering the conclusion of today, he says, first and foremost, we must not become discouraged. I hope at this point you want to read the letter from start to finish, from finish to start. You want to analyze what these words are. This man is not a local priest. This man is in charge of what will we call the pilot light of the church. This man, Father Pagliarani, is not liked by the devil, the world, and certainly not our fallen nature. Because he's a man who's going to change things through our help. And it's that unity under the devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. We have to now go to a book that is in the bulletin listed, Divini Redemptoris. It's an encyclical of Pope Pius XI. It is one of the five books of summer reading for you. It is not yet summer, although it feels like such. Get a start on this summer reading, if you wish. You can start in the summertime, but you might not have enough time. These are small books, but great ones. This is one book which is titled Divini Redemptoris, The Divine Redeemer, but the topic is atheistic communism, which when I was given this book, it did not seem interesting. It seemed like a catchphrase, but yet... It is so applicable to us today. On this topic of unity, he says, to all our children, finally, of every social rank and every nation, to every religious and lay organization in the church, we make another and more urgent appeal for union. Many times our paternal heart has been saddened by divergencies often idle in their causes, always tragic in their consequences, which array in opposing camps the sons of the same mother church. That's half of the message. But going back over those words, let us dissect them. We make another and more urgent appeal of union. That's what is being done today you know we should be unified. It's one of the marks of the Holy Catholic Church. One, unity, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. If we are not united on matters of faith and morals, we're not going to heaven. Those who are not on the side of truth. And so he says, many times our paternal heart has been saddened by the divergencies often idle in their causes, always tragic in their consequences. It's sometimes the small things which we diverge on. That is another book in those five for summer reading on marijuana. It is a divergent subject. You should read this book as the other four. That book will clarify the truth which will set us free from bondage of the spirit of the world. The world, which is not our friend, says it's for recreational use, 
medical use, legal in many places, but doesn't claim the truth that it does kill vocations. If you don't understand these things or don't believe these things, it is up to you to seek clarification because the truth has been written and is being restated and we should be united. He follows, Thus it is that the radicals who are not very numerous profiting by the discord are able to make it more acute and end up by pitting Catholics one against another. Don't forget, when you study your catechism on the angels, nine different choirs, nine different groups, the lowest group, the guardian angels. There is one guardian angel per conceived child. Per conceived child. Do the mathematics from the beginning of time to today. How many conceptions are there? That is how many guardian angels, one of the nine choirs. The radicals, the devils, they're so few in number, but they sound so powerful because of our divergencies. They pit Catholic against themselves Good families, parents against children, children against the authorities on the questions, one of which is marijuana. We repeat it nevertheless once more. For those who have not understood or perhaps do not desire to understand, this will be repeated again. Ask yourselves where you are. We repeat it nevertheless once more that those who have not understood God willing is our group or perhaps do not desire to understand God willing. Those are those outside these walls. Those who make a practice of spreading dissension among Catholics assume a terrible responsibility before God and the church. That's the dagger in the heart of the radicals. If you're not a radical, thank God. But this is so true. Before God and before the church, the judge and the confessional, those who divide are going to be held accountable. Let us teach our children accountability, responsibility, And not to be those who go with the spirit of the world and seek a confession later. For those who want to be part of the world and say, the priest is too extreme. The words of today are quotations from a letter of the most powerful group in this church today. And a pope in the mid-1900s who speaks but truth which will set us free. The reason these words come now under the guidance of the Blessed Virgin, because there are groups, young couples who are being prepared for marriage. It's been said to you before, if you had the pre-cana from this church, but it came out so clearly today. The priests are the generals in this fight. The parents, you are the officers in this fight. 
Children, you are the infantry, men and women. It is so clear that there is a lack of unity between general, officer, and infantrymen. That is why the battle seems to be lost. But we have to be united under the queen of angels and saints, the queen of heaven and earth. She is not queen of hell. She is not queen of those who despise her son's laws. And so today, let us try to unite. The children hear the same sermons you parents hear. They know if you officers are not following the commands of the generals, the infantrymen need to be guided by you officers. You need to talk about these things at home. You need to ask for clarifications if you don't know them. Now with those five books, a smart family, if they don't have time, will not try to read them all, but delegate to certain people in the family. Talk about them. Someone summarizes them. They try to speak about what they learn from them so that you all can gain that knowledge. For you parents of young, young children, the burden might seem to be on you. But if we all talk together, we read the different books and make it a part of unity, we will become much stronger. The radicals will seem so minute and our hope for the victory will become much more clear. We should be, in conclusion, like the children who were just tested for First Holy Communion. There was one who was so jittery and so antsy, she was so excited to receive Holy Communion and go to her first confession. That should be us. These little children who give bouquets to Our Lady, who are excited to confess their sins, who can't wait next week to make a Holy Communion, that energy... That enthusiasm ought to be us as children of Mary. She is our queen on earth. Let us make her our queen in eternity. By understanding those first words of Father Pagliarani regarding the faith, it is important to understand this profound reason that we need to keep the faith, profess the faith, love the faith, and transmit the faith. We can do such that, but we have to unite under this guidance of the Blessed Virgin. At Mass today, ask for that grace to not be ashamed, but rather to spread this devotion to Mary. Prepare for Mother's Day, not just thinking of your biological mother, but about your spiritual mother. She wants you there Saturday, and if you're not able there Saturday, to make sure you say your rosary in union. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.